0: the wma gambling podcast so on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by bird dog shorts dominate this summer with an amazing pair of free shorts not free shorts a free yeti style tumbler and you can get an amazing pair of shorts free yeti style tumbler with your purchase of a pair of bird dog shorts when you order over at bird slash pool that is bird dogs.com slash pool Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, me, no, the voice, no, the guy. It's me, really real, Villain real. It's real. From Virginia here at your service. And uh, another week. Another, another week of wins for the WNBA. I mean, at this point, it just feels like the books are going to try to shut us down because we're killing them. We're killing them. Do we get it all right? No. But do we get over fifty six percent right on the season? Absolutely, Scott. Studio right, Shell. Scott, what's going on?
1: Man, nothing much. Doing pretty well. Uh, I know that last episode, I act, I unfortunately took the lock and dog in the same game, and I lost both. But I know that I swept everything on the other two games on the card, so I still like hit sixty six percent. The problem was I might have uh, maximized uh, the two bad plays that I had. Uh, in the card but still i'm looking forward to going through the slate overall i know we've been doing well on the show so
0: let's keep it rolling yeah absolutely and you know it's fine the the storm didn't storm last time out they actually did the opposite of storm they showered but it's okay because april showers bring may flowers bring June freaking locks because we have the Seattle storm coming up here again. And we'll talk about them a little later. Just one more time for. Abs of freaking lootly, man, that bad beat for me was brutal though. Under 79 and a half for the Washington mystics team total. When we got they
1: don't call it on. they don't call it undertime. <laughs> Last time I checked. That's called overtime, you know?
0: Oh, my gosh. 80. They came in at 80. It was a last-second foul that didn't mean anything to the game. The game was already over. They could have just let the time run out.
1: Oh, my bad. I thought I thought you meant the Mystics-Liberty game over the weekend. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're talking about uh, before.
1: Yeah, my, my bad. I, I didn't realize, sir.
0: I did end up losing an under on that, though, because, I mean, I bet every single Mystics under. But, man. Two good game, two good scoring games on the road for the Mystics. Maybe the road woes are over as soon as I point them out. I'm I still can't believe they out. lost to the Liberty over the weekend. It, it turned out exactly how I had it. If you go to sportsgalingpodcast.com slash WNBA dash picks, you'll see I had the Liberty on the money line. But the Mystics to win the game because the New York Liberty are not in a position where they need to be laying eight points against any you team. You mean on the spread? on the spread spread spread. okay yeah yeah on the spread yeah Yeah, so mystics plus seven and a half it was the line i got liberty on the money line ot was fun ot was just just pure fun and that's 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 what i need in the w but we got a show we got three games and we got to you know kick things off rather rather quickly but Before we go ahead and dive into the slate, I got to talk to you about Bird Dogs shorts, the amazing stretch khaki shorts. They also have like really cool swim trunks as well. So if you want to want to get you a new pair of swim trunks for you or maybe the kids or anything like that for the summer, tap into Bird Dogs because they have this crazy fabric that stretches gives you a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement you're not going to rip your shorts every anytime you do anything you'll be able to do everything you can and it's not going to be stiff it's not going to feel like somebody just took a freaking can of starch and sprayed it all over your shorts before they ironed. do people use starch anymore when they iron their clothes like is that still a thing do people even use that? I don't even think people use that. I haven't seen starch in the stores in forever. Why? Because it sucks. But Bird Dogs, you don't need anything like that because it's got such a nice stretch fit, slim fit, exactly how I like it. So this is what you're going to do. Go to birddogs.com slash pool. Enter the promo code POOL, POOL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. We promise you won't want to take your bird dogs off. All right, next, let's start this slate off. Three games on a Tuesday in the WNBA. First up, Liberty Bibberty. We have the New York Liberty. I feel a sneeze that's about to come. Yo, if I sneeze, y'all gonna know. Like I feel it about to come, and it's not coming. And so, whoa, wow, okay, pause. But I'm gonna I'm gonna like let I'm you take it from here. You know, I'm I'm just sitting over here. I, I just feel like, I just feel like I gotta sneeze, and so if I sneeze randomly, that's why. Liberty, Liberty, New York Liberty. Traveling to Connecticut Sun, that was really crazy. Minus five and a half is the line. Open up at four all the way up to minus five and a half. 166 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And I see, of course, we already know Breonna Jones out for the season with Achilles injury. Super brutal loss for them. And Tiffany Hayes is questionable with the face injury for the Connecticut Sun. For the New York Liberty, we have Stephanie Dolson out for a while with an ankle injury. This and the other two games. So all three games tonight, Commissioner Cup games. Very, very big game here because if you look at the Commissioner Cup standings, we have Connecticut in the Eastern Conference, number one at six and two, and the New York Liberty right behind them. One game back at five and three. So this is essentially puts you in – I wouldn't say the driver's seat because there's still a point differential for the Connecticut Sun here, unless the Liberty come out here and blow them out. They you're still in, a got good, you're about, in a good spot. Yeah, you're in a very good spot. So 10-point point differential, but both of these two teams effectively playing for first place in uh, the Eastern Conference for the Commissioner's Cup. So, Scott, with that, because that is a very big piece of intel, what are you doing here with the New York Liberty laying five and a half?
1: I really think the Brianna Jones injury is fascinating, not just because of how good she is, but because you're looking at how Connecticut has played since her injury, and At just decided to become a triple-double monster, and they keep winning. So Connecticut's actually been decent in her absence. Now, where long term, they're going to be worse because Brianna Jones is a very good player. But I want to at least give them props uh, to. Uh, for keeping it together for now, and we'll see what happens. Now, they played earlier this season, and the Liberty did win by 16, Uh but I think for this game, I'm going to look at the over. Connecticut's played faster ever since Brianna Jones got hurt, and the Liberty, we know, want to play fast anyway. For the side, I think I'm going to lean to Connecticut at home. Getting five with this Connecticut team at home does seem pretty appealing, especially with the Liberty off of an overtime game. But I do like the over. I just think the pace is going to be there. Both teams we know are very good offensively. I think you're going to see a decent amount of points in this game.
0: Oh, man.
1: Unless you think both teams bring it defensively for the Commissioner's Cup, but I got to go by recent form. Connecticut has played faster recently without Brianna Jones.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm there on the total yet. I don't know if I'm there on the total yet. I, I really don't know how I want to attack this game because we'll start,
1: we'll, we'll start with the side. Do you do you wanna be laying five with a road team against Connecticut?
0: Not really. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> not really. I, I can see New York winning the game. Is it gonna be a closer game? Like, does Connecticut you know, look at the point differential, like 10 points. You're telling me that they say that, all right, we're out of this, but we can still hold on the first place here because they've already lost one head to head. So they've already played the one head to head with the Liberty already. And they lost that game. That's when the Liberty dogged them out in New York. But, and this is game nine. So with one game to go, one game to go, They don't. They don't compete in this one. I I think they compete. The Commissioner's Cup again. For those who don't know, these women are playing for five hundred thousand dollars to be, you know, for them to split through the team. Like that's a lot of money, especially for some people that are making like eighty, ninety thousand dollars for the season. Like that's a lot of money. So uh, to be splitting, and I I think that these the Commissioner's Cup's proven last year with Chicago that you know there's a lot of teams that take it very very serious. They want to put themselves in position. To go win. And it looks like the last game for the Connecticut Sun is against the Chicago Sky. And the last game for the New York Liberty is against the Indiana Fever for the last. So assuming. Both of those teams win against the Sky and the Fever, who are two teams that, while they're playing better, they're down to the bottom of the conference. It got to assume that this is going to be the game that's really going to decide it here. And I just think Connecticut's going to show up a little bit better at home, knowing they got blown out by this team on the road. Yeah, I'm with with you. I'm going Connecticut plus five and a half here. It's crazy. We're the New York Liberty fans, and it's not too many times we're backing the Liberty on the spread. But it just doesn't seem like the right point in the season to really, really back them. So uh, I will... Be there with you. I'm taking Connecticut plus five and a half. I think the New York Liberty, while they are a very good team, Connecticut still has a lot of options. And uh, Alyssa Thomas with the fact, with Brianna Jones being out, has been able to kind of fill in their, down low in the post but that helps her assist like she's able to spot shooters on the outside give somebody a, a lane to the basket and be able to drive and get it an easy to or find a cutting you know somebody cutting from the baseline on the other side like she just finds so many different ways to keep this offense going even without brianna jones in the lineup that yes they're gonna feel it without brianna jones but Alyssa thomas Might have just played, might be playing herself in an MVP conversation yet again, and making my forty to one Alyssa Thomas MVP ticket more and more and more enticing, despite what Brianna Stewart, Jackie Young, and some others might be doing. So, yep, Connecticut Sun here plus five and a half. I'm in agreement with you. I don't know if I'm there on over though.
1: Uh, It was more just a lean, but that's kind of how I'm looking.
0: But yeah. I am. Let me. See.
1: I probably won't have any money on the total in this game, especially with Commissioner Cup stuff. But I do think that based on the style of play,
0: I'll lean to the over. I think. I I think if if I play an over, I want to back Connecticut. I want to back Connecticut team total over. Okay. And I say that because one, I just think this means a lot more for them than it does for New York. One a lot of people in New York are getting a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in this true. New York team is getting a lot of money. So uh, just that, but it feels like this is like the little, I was about to say little brother, little sister, big sister type moment type thing where, you know, everybody's been talking about New York all year, all year. And, and to this point, Connecticut is 12 and three. New York is nine and three. So, I mean, yes, there's a difference in the amount of games played, but Connecticut's still technically number one in the Eastern Conference, and nobody is giving them the credit. They're just saying, you know, they're saying what I'm saying, and that New York is going to turn it on at some point. So I think this means a lot for Connecticut. And they get up for this. So I'll take Connecticut team total over. And that's kind of how i played play the total. But I I am I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not 100 percent there yet on the over. I need some the rest of the day. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the player props because Double B in the chat is asking, Is Bonner going crazy tonight? Dewanna Bonner has, I believe, 20 points in her last four games straight. I know she got 20 her last game because I put her into underdog, underdogfantasy.com, slash SGPN, and I hit an underdog play with her this weekend. She had 26. Last four games for Dewana Bonner. uh, Last five games, I'm sorry, for Dewana Bonner, 26, 11, 20, 20, 20.
1: I'm expecting AT to bounce back personally because in the first meeting she went 0 for 5. And at Mm 5 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, I think she'll play a lot better. Mm -hmm. Uh, First game, Bonner at 14 points, only 4 of 13 shooting. So I am going to agree with you on the over for Bonner, if that's the case you're going to make. Because once again, she still scored 14, but Mm -hmm. she only went 4 for 13, and she should be taking more shots. So I'm on Bonner over. I think she's in line for a good
0: game. We have Duana Bonner here at 18 and a half. Alyssa Thomas at 15 and a half. And I mean, it's really hard not to think that it doesn't run through those two players in some form or fashion. They keep trying to move Alyssa Thomas assist lineup, thinking I'm going to be afraid to take it. And I'm never afraid to take it. We are now we have started the season. I just want this to go on record again. We have started the season. Alyssa Thomas assists at five and a half. It was juiced at that five and a half. They understood that they were pushing their luck with that five and a half. Mm-hmm. Then it went up to six and a half for plus money. Then it got juiced. Then it went now it's at seven and a half for plus money. Then it got juiced. Now we're at seven and a half minus one thirty. Are 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 you off of it? I'm not off of it.
1: I'm still No, I mean, you, men- you mentioned her potentially winning MVP. I would put a bet on her, especially with what she has to do with this team now and if they finish with the f- best
0: record in the East. Yeah, I'm not going to stay in front of AT. She's just been really, really good. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, let's talk about, because we never really, I mean, everybody knows Brianna Stewart. Sabrina so Inescu had 30 in that last game. Yeah. Her points brought prior to that last game was 16 and a half. It's now at 17 and a half. So they tried to acclimate for it a little bit. Are you looking, how do we handicap Sabrina going off? Do we just say she's going to go off more than she's not? Like, how do you kind of handicap Sabrina and what she's going to do? Because sometimes she doesn't have to do much. They just ble- beat the Atlanta dream by 30 and she had eight points and then comes back and has a 31 piece at home.
1: Yeah, I, I wish that there were more three-pointers available, because I would just take the UNESq over, because if she's going to mm-hmm. drop 30, she's making like six three-pointers. Like That's just what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So I think the way I'm going to go about it is actually not by looking at UNESq I'm going to look at Sluiter's assists, because with UNESq and the way that this offense runs, UNESCO does play a decent amount off ball, and she does take a lot of threes, but You're looking at how this offense actually organizes itself, and VanderSloot does have a lot of possession of the basketball to set up some off-ball screens and uh, actions for UNESCO and Stewart. So it's not the exact same thing, but I think it is correlated. I'm looking at VanderSloot assists because there's a couple ways to get there. Either UNESCO hits a bunch of threes, and VanderSloot probably gets a bunch of assists from those, or she just does a good job of getting UNESCO in good spots, also finding Brianna Stewart in the supporting cast, of getting open shots as well. I'm looking at Vanders who would assist in this game. If you think that UNESCO, for example, and the Liberty, maybe have themselves a good offensive game.
0: Yeah, I like that look as well. And thinking, um,
1: and she attended the first meeting against Connecticut this season.
0: Yeah, she's she's been really, really good. I've been yep. uh, tailing her assists very recently as well, a lot more than what I had in past few games, 6-11, 6-6, 10-11, 10-8. So that's her month of June. She's averaging – oh, wow, it doesn't have an average. Okay, never mind. I thought I had an average for the month of June. Whatever. I'm not doing the math. All you know is she's doing really good. Never had less than six assists in the month of June. Courtney Vandersloot, I see her on underdog at eight and a half assists tonight. I'm with you. I think she's closer into double-double territory than getting under eight and a half assists. Yep. All right. Before we get to the next game of the slate – I talked to you about underdog. We just mentioned it. You can get Courtney Vandersloot over eight and a half assists. And we can get Alyssa Thomas over seven and a half assists. And we can get, well, no, they got Alyssa Thomas at eight. All right. So we Bonner points. Oh, yeah. Bonner over 18. That's good. I don't think they have an answer. And. We didn't talk about her, but let's throw her in there because she's playing against her former team. No Bri- Brianna Jones. Let's put Jockwell Jones over seven and a half rebounds. That's going to get you 10 times the money you put in on underdog. And that's just one of the many things you can do on underdog. You can have pick'em contests with WNBA. You could throw MLB in there too. Honestly, if you want to tap into MLB lane, do that and listen to Scott and all those other guys on the M- MLB gambling podcast. But you also have Best Ball Mania 4, where Underdog's is giving away $15 million in prizes for the NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Minnesota Lynx welcoming the Seattle Storm. Links are minus three and a half at home. Open up is minus two and a half, up to minus three and a half. 160 and a half is the total injury report here for these two teams. And we have for the Minnesota Links, Tiffany Mitchell is out with a wrist injury. We're still missing Diamond Miller, their second overall pick. You've got Jessica Shepard uh, and Ariel Powers, who are both out indefinitely right now. And for the Seattle Storm, Jordan Horston is actually doubtful with the shorter injury so rookie player jordan horston coming over for them played really 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 solid this season may not always pop up on the stat sheet but adds a contribution to this team she is doubtful to play today i don't think jordan horston's warning a one-point line move or three and a half points to the under on the total so scott how are you looking at this game
1: well, in general, both teams are equally bad at four and nine on the season straight up. Minnesota is one and five at home, uh, straight up, while Seattle's two and two. Seattle's been okay recently. I mean, I mentioned before in previous podcasts that the record's not great, but they have faced off against good teams, and they finally faced off against a couple of mediocre to bad teams. Faced off against Dallas. And they won that one by six Faced off against Indiana. They lost by 12, but they faced off against the Mercury who are a complete dumpster fire. And they won that game by 23. I think I'm going to take the points. Just simply put the story has been good to us against the spread. Minnesota has been really bad at home. Jewel Lloyd, in my opinion, is easily the best player on the floor in this game. And even Kian nurse is healthy again. And I just think that overall their team isn't as bad as the record indicates so I'm gonna go with Seattle plus the points potentially on the money line. I really don't want to lay. I don't want to lay points with a one in five team straight up at home. That I just can't do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't lay points with them either. And, and they're not even good against the spread. Six and seven against the spread this season for the Minnesota Lynx, whereas Seattle eight and five. Eight and five against the spread, seven and four as an underdog. I I And 0-3 is a favorite for Minnesota. Let's throw that in there. They are 0-3 as a favorite this season. So I'm with you. I'm not laying points with this Minnesota team. They're not good enough for me. I have a lot of concerns. While they had a very, very good, what was that? The very, very good three-way series, I guess some way with the Aces kind of dropped in there, where they swept three games against the Sparks, one at home, two on the road. I I just think that that matchup just kind of fit a little bit better for them. But they gave up 93 to the Aces in between there. They gave up 89 to the Sun in between there. Two a lot better teams now. I'm going to say that Seattle is closer to the Sparks than they are closer to the Aces and the Sun, but I'm not going against (laughs) this Seattle team as an underdog right now. They're really, really good, and I'm going to continue to back them. It just feels like you're getting a favorable number. I thought this number was going to be closer to a pick, and it was going to really make me a deci- like make me have to decide something here. Yeah. But, no, I-, I feel pretty confident in just going ahead and taking the points here with the Seattle Storm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep, let's hear it. Boom. All right. Total here is interesting, though because the total opened up 164, it's down to 160 and a half. My immediate thought was over when I saw 164.
1: Can I really take an under when it's already dropped like three and a half, four points?
0: It wouldn't be the, you're not getting the best part in line. It's very much true. And let's just look at the last four games here for the. Well, let's do last five, last five games here for these two teams, and for the Minnesota Lynx, better defense again. Three of these last five games were against Los Angeles, but eighty point two points per game, and for the Seattle Storm, eighty seven point six. So, I I still am not a believer in the Minnesota Lynx defense. Uh, that was opponent's points per game, by the way. I'm still not a believer in his Minnesota Lynx defense, and I think that while they do have, you know, larger bodies, that Jewel Lloyd in uh, the backcourt for this Seattle Storm Team can kind of carry them a little bit in the scoring aspect. If I'm going to play it, I'm going to play it over in some aspect, and I'll take Seattle team total over. I think Seattle is going to be able to score in this one.
1: Yeah, that I can get behind. I think for the sake of this full game total, I'll lean under, but I'm not going to bet it. I am an only the Seattle team total over, I guess, because I think they're going to win the game. But I really don't have a strong
0: opinion on the total in this game. Yeah, uh, Seattle's team total is at 79 and a half. So we need them to get to 80 today. I think they get there. Minnesota. I'm not certain on. Yeah, Minnesota can't really score. And it's just so many injuries. Like, they just have so many injuries. Like, going back...
1: Just, just by the way, I know you're going to mention the injuries, but Minnesota, for reference, has scored less than 69 points in each of the last three games.
0: Yeah, so that's brutal. And that's really where that under is kind of, like, really, really tempting. But Tiffany Mitchell, she's out. Like, that's reported. She's out. She could have potentially threw her name in a hat, but still can potentially throw her name in a hat for most improved. Diamond Miller is gone. Jessica Shepard is not there. Area power is not there. Like how many people are going to be out before I just sit there and say that they're going to have an issue scoring and it's going to be Nafisa Collier and sprinkle in Caleb McBride. And they're still favored.
1: But how are are you
0: missing this many people? And you're still favored. Seattle's relatively healthy and people are betting them. Like people are betting them. This so, it's like some 60, 70 percent of the money is coming in on Minnesota right now, and I, I'm not gonna do it. So yeah, Seattle team total over. That's how I'm looking at it. If I had to take, I can't take I, I don't. I Seattle team total over under for the game, but Seattle team total over because I can't, I can't trust Minnesota. I really don't think. Maybe we should just say Minnesota team total under.
1: Yeah, is I, Minnesota
0: I really that. gonna drop
1: eighty one? They're so injured. Like, it, it's not even about Seattle's bad defense. It's the fact that Minnesota can't score, and a big reason is because a lot of their key players are hurt. 81 and a half
0: is the number. Yeah, Minnesota. That does feel high. Minnesota under, Seattle over. That's how you play the total. That That's how you do it. All right. Yeah. Player props. Anything else you like that we – I mean, Jewel Lloyd and Nafisa Collier, that just really feels like the handicap for me.
1: I, I don't really have much else, to be honest. I, I yeah. don't know how many players on each team I actually want to back on a regular basis.
0: I, I, and easy. Give me easy with rebounds. That's that's the. So Jules points. Nafisa Collier's points. Let me get you an actual number on underdog. And we need to make another underdog lineup there because that's a nice little SGP. So Jewel Lloyd over 25 points. Easyman Beggar over eight and a half rebounds. And let me get where are you at? Nafisa Collier over 22 and a half points. I think she still gets there. All right. Last game on the slate. We have the Dallas Wings traveling to Phoenix to play the Phoenix Mercury. Wings opened up as a four-point favorite, down to three and a half. Total opened up at 168 and a half, and it is now down to 167 and a half. Injury report for these two teams and for the Dallas Wings, you have still same thing, pretty clean injury report for them, actually. We know that you're not going to see Lou Lopez or Diamond De Shields anytime soon. <laughs> And for the Mercury, excuse me, you have Sophie Cunningham, who is questionable with a back injury, Shea Petty, who is out with an Achilles, and uh, Megan Gustafson, who is out with a concussion. However, for whatever it's worth... I guess the Phoenix Mercury, the Phoenix Mercury have a get-up spot because they did fire their coach over the weekend. I mean, I don't think it was her fault that they were bad, but... It was a long overdue. Yeah, it, it had to be done. It had to be done. She doesn't deserve all the blame, but she deserves enough to get fired. And so, I mean...
1: Are you expecting a step up spot at home? That's really the only case you can make for no. Phoenix because this team is no. just bad.
0: I don't think that I don't think the get up spot comes until Skylar Diggins walks into the facility like tomorrow because yeah. the coach got fired. So now she's like, "All right, I'll come in here now." Uh, it, it's not; they're not getting up until Skylar Diggins comes back. I, I'm just this team is bad. Seems bad. I, I, think I don't think Dallas is it. a
1: good team, but at least they can score. The issue is the defensively. But Phoenix, they can't really guard anybody. Griner has been in and out of the lineup. Tarazzi's older, and they kind of have issues all over the place. But there's a reason why this team's the worst team in the league record-wise, and it's because of the fact that this team isn't very good. I know when we did the win total for Phoenix, I was on the under. You were on the under. I thought they might miss. We the playoffs. hammered the under <laughs> plus 1, hammered thousand. The under. I, thought, I thought they were going to miss. I thought they had a shot to miss the playoffs at plus a thousand another of the worst record in the league. Dallas once again not great, but Dallas is already two and zero straight up against the Mercury this season. So I'm going to go with Dallas to once again beat the same team they've beaten two times before, and I think that they're going to win comfortably. Give me the wings.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I really it feels so chalk, but apparently it's not because people out there are betting the Mercury, and I just I can't. It's probably because Grinder's back, so they're gonna
1: say, well, you know, Grinder's healthy again. Maybe they can play figure last it game. Out. Yeah,
0: and they got. Uh, I know. Well, <laughs> I'm trying
1: to speculate why they're betting. Oh yeah. Me, so I'm not do oh it. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, they're two and ten ATS. One in seven as an underdog. One in four at home. I mean, Dallas isn't great either one five and one ACS on the road, but I, I'd rather stick my horse behind Dallas than you know any anything else they have going on here. So I
1: think Dallas is further along than Phoenix is
0: by a decent margin. That's kind of the argument I'm going with. Yeah, same. All right, so we're both on Dallas minus three and a half. Give me Dallas first half for Dallas first half minus one and a half. I'm putting a lock on that because this Phoenix Mercury team is really, really bad in the second quarter, man. Like yep. if you, if you just watch and look at their second quarters, there's so many times this season, they've actually won the first quarter. And then completely dogged out the first half spread because they couldn't do anything in the second quarter and they just end up, whether it's the second unit coming in and throwing them off because they don't have any depth from this team or coaching or whatever it is, the same can never hold on to this, that first that first half margin. So I'm going to just keep fading it. Give me Dallas in the first half minus one and a half here. Uh, that's one of my favorite plays on the side in this one. I won't play the full game, but I'll play Dallas in the first half. Yeah, I don't mind that. All right, 167.5.
1: It's such a high total, but I think I'm going to lean to the under. Each of the first two games uh, landed 167 or lower, so I know it's close, but still, the point is each of the first two games did go under. I'm hoping maybe with the Mercury, with a new coach, they might show some pride defensively. They've given up at least 97 points in each of the last two games. They can't really score... I think I'm going to lean under. I Once again, the fact that both meetings have gone under this number this season tells me that this might be a little bit too high. It's not going to be easy, but I'm going to lean to the under. I'm hoping for a new coach angle. Maybe Phoenix shows up for maybe a little while defensively. But once again, I don't feel great about the total. <sighs> It's the number feels like it's where it should be. It's,
0: it, I'm just trusting textbook reverse line movement. Everybody's betting the over for clear reasons, obvious reasons. Phoenix Mercury last five games, 91.2 points per game, given up. Dallas Wings last five games, 86, 86 points per game, given up. Clear and obvious reasons. I can go through here and I can spit out all these different numbers of why we should be taking the under in this, I mean, the over in this game. But for some reason, this total has gone down while everybody's betting on over. It's like some 90% of the bets, 90% of the money on over, yet this has gone down. I'm just going to trust, you know, system that I like in reverse line movement. So that's about it. Yeah. works for All right. Uh, somebody's asking, do we read the chat? Yes. We just read double B's comment earlier. I don't What, what, what? Yeah. yeah. We read the chat. We We're read here. The chat. Yeah. Ask a question. Go ahead. Silva. Ask a question. We got you. We'll answer. We got you. I haven't seen you in here. What's up, Silva? How you doing? Welcome, welcome to the WNBA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Haven't seen you in here, but definitely tap in. He's on an iPhone, too. I can see. All right. One Uh, of us. One of us. One of us. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I gotta get up out of here, man. I got another meeting to go to. It's fine. It. We'll, skip the, we'll skip
1: the player props because we don't really feel great about this game anyway. You want to just go to the walk? Uh,
0: if if I had to do anything, I'm take player prop wise. I'm taking Satu rebounds. Yeah, and I'm just going to trust Satu to go crazy on the boards. But everything else, does, like I could see Dallas waxing them and sitting starters. So I, I I trust Satu on the rebounds, but that's about it. Player prop. I think the
1: Howard's going to have a good game here.
0: You said Natasha Howard.
1: Yeah, I think she's in line for for a solid game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I took her under this past weekend because, but she's like she's been up and down. So she just had a bad game. I think this is another good game for very good. You know, it's a lot of really good, like a lot of movement that's gone in W. That a lot of players are playing really well, and Natasha Howard is one of them. I'm not sure sure if I want to
1: take a play on it, but I want to at least mention it. A Goomba Wale, assists. She had eight assists last game. Now, on the other hand, they lost by 10, so she might decide <laughs> I gotta shoot the ball more. But maybe she passes. She had eight assists. You know, she's always known as being a shoot first guard. So if you want to go based on that form, you can make an argument for a Goombowale assist.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that play as well. I'm I just I don't know why I've been so afraid. I think it's just because I know she's gonna shoot the ball like twenty five times. Oh no, so she's gonna be always to. afraid. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. I have to at least bring it up silver said make sure we got to read silver comment before he cuts us out again <laughs> uh lloyd easy smash yeah we like joel lloyd yeah. I, i'm joel lloyd is my I, if you well, if knows show. yeah joel lloyd is my favorite player in the w so i'm always backing in joel lloyd elvers whenever i can 100 percent. all right lock and dog time let's see here Former lock If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Phoenix is terrible in the first half, man. Give me Dallas minus one and a half. I don't think the coaching change is changing it. I'll take that as my lock. Dallas minus one and a half in the first half. Uh, Phoenix really, really bad in that first half. And that second quarter is just really like, you know, uh, where where it comes from because that second unit gets in and things just kind of go stale, and they let teams go on run, and they be down by like. Eight nine ten points by half, so yeah. Dallas first half minus one and a half. That's my lock for my dog. Hmm, I feel like Seattle's too basic for you, so you're gonna try to. I know it. Seattle is kind of basic. So, do we go Connecticut?
1: I'm taking Connecticut. Seattle. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for you. I don't care if it's basic or not. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting you're for taking you.
0: I'll take Connecticut. Give me the Connecticut right. Sun, plus 170 on the money line. I think they. I think there's a chance they get it done today. This is Commissioner's Cup. This can really, really set the tone for them going forward the rest of the season and kind of put them in the driver's seat. One, not only to claim Commissioner's Cup title, but to also say, hey, we can be the number one team in the East, too. So give me a Connecticut Sun, plus 170 on the money line. That's my dog. Scott, over to you.
1: All right. Uh, so for this one, I... I'm going to go with the wings uh, minus the three and a half, as or minus three, I should say, as my lock. They've won each of the first two meetings by five plus. Phoenix is a mess. They just switch coaches. Good luck to them. Like I, they've lost the last two games by twenty plus points. The last four games by eighteen plus points. I'm going with. Dallas. I know this team's not great on the road. They're 1-6 and on the road. I get it. But I do think Phoenix, once again, is a mess. So give me Dallas, uh, minus 3, minus 3 on the spread. And for my dog, give me Seattle money line. Simply put, Minnesota's not good enough to be laying at home. I think you're going to see the storm come out. Lloyd plays well. You're going to see Nurse play well. I think they get it done. So give me the storm
0: on the money line at plus 140. All right. Another lock for me just to make Minnesota sure. Minnesota team make total this. under is a bonus lock there. Yeah. And Seattle team total over is a yeah. bonus lock as well. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like we just have a whole script for how this game is going to go. All right. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No, you got to get out of here. So there you go. All right. He's at Russia Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. If you want to catch any more additional WNBA picks or anything like that, go to the picks page uh, wmba wnba That is our link for the picks page where all our picks go up on the website and I am 56% leading the field on the season in the WNBA. All right. Other than that, make sure you leave a review, make sure you like the video. We got 11 people in here. It should be 11 likes when I go check later. 12 when I add mine. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.